Can Europe arm Ukraine, or even itself? Seven to nine minutes blank, wars of attrition, which is what large-scale conflicts between militarily sophisticated adversaries such as Russia and Ukraine tend to become, are usually decided by which side has the better arms industry. Russia's economy is nearly 14 times the size of Ukraine's, but the combined resources of Ukraine's allies are so much greater that it should be able to win. Yet as the conflict enters its third year, it is Russia's defense industry that is slowly turning the war in its favor. Nothing shows the problem more starkly than artillery shells. At the height of Ukraine's summer counteroffensive, it was using some 7,000 a day, significantly more than the Russians. This has reversed, since last month while Ukrainian F. Horses have been rationed to 2,000 shells a day, the Russians have been firing five times that number. Talk of a stalemate is complacent. The West now faces a choice, said Jack Watling, an expert at Rusi, a think tank in London earlier this month. It can give Ukraine what it needs or cede an irrecoverable advantage to Russia. Image, the economist, both America and the European Union are ha. Ving trouble delivering aid. In Washington, $61 billion worth of military assistance is held up in Congress by a row over immigration. In Brussels, 50 billion euros, 54 billion dollars, of financial support is stymied by the veto of Hungary's pro-Russian leader, Viktor Orban. The Europeans are optimistic that aid will be released at a summit in February. But Ukraine worries that American hyper-partisanship and Donald Trump's H. Hostility will steadily throttle support from the Pentagon. That may leave Kyiv wholly dependent on Europe. So far, the Europeans have not done badly, the committed military aid of EU countries has surpassed America's 44 billion euros. Germany has given more than 17 billion euros. The Nordic countries are digging deep too. But the picture is patchy. France has contributed a meager 0.5 billion euros. Last March, the EU said it will de-buy Ukraine one-meter artillery shells over the course of a year via the European Defense Agency. By last month, it had supplied just 480,000 though the EU still insists the total will be met. This month, NATO's support and procurement agency said it would help a group of EU members to bulk buy 1,000 Patriot air defense missiles worth about 5 billion euros. NATO is not allowed to send lethal aid directly to Ukraine, but the order will free up member countries to transfer their own air defense assets. The EU's Act in Support of Ammunition Production ASAP program launched in October, will allocate 500 million euros to ramping up shell-making. But it will take time to have any impact. On January 9, the EU's Internal Market Commissioner, Thierry Breton, proposed a 100 billion euros fund to boost Europe's defense industry. Mr. Breton says this is not just to help Ukraine but to hedge against an American withdrawal from NATO should Mr. Trump become president again. But it is unclear whether anyone else supports the idea. None of these efforts meets the urgency of the situation. Russia has increased military spending by 68% this year, reaching 6.5% of its GDP. According to Estonia's Ministry of Defense, Russian productio, and of artillery munitions will reach 4.5 meters units this year. Justin Bronk of Rusi reckons Russia is churning out 100 long-range missiles a month, more than double its capacity at the start of the invasion. American and European shell production is also surging, but not fast enough. American production of 155mm shells is slated to reach 1.2 meters a year by 2025, a six-fold increase from last year. Sash Tus, a defense analyst at Agency Partners, an equity research firm, estimates European production will hit 1.25 meters. 
But unlike America where munitions factories are government-owned, Europe depends on private firms, making increases less certain. Europe has four main munitions producers, Germany's Rheinmetall, Britain's Bay Systems, France's government-owned Nexter, and NAMO, which is owned by the Norwegian and Finnish governments. After the Cold War they concentrated on making fewer, more sophisticated systems. Tim Lawrenson of the International Institute for Strategic Studies, a think tank, says they came to resemble artisans crafting small numbers of exquisite products, before shifting to high-tempo production lines, they want governments to provide the certainty of multi-year contracts, says Jan Pai, who heads the ASD, the European Defense Trade Organization. Our orders are already three times higher than they were in March 2022, says Morten Bronzag, the boss of NAMO. He says the increased production capacity is so huge that government must help industry share the risk. But EU competition laws have prevented the sort of direct investments in the industrial base that the P. and Tagen can make. The most forward-leaning European producer has been Rheinmetall. It has committed to annual production of 700,000 artillery rounds by the end of 2024, and will this year open production and maintenance facilities in Ukraine for armored vehicles. Most of its orders are paid for by Germany. Mr. Tusa contrasts this to France, whose orders have not matched President Macron's rhetoric. See about shifting to a war economy. One way for Europe to ramp up faster could be to relax technical specifications. Shells will rarely meet fine-tuned Western accuracy demands anyway when fired from Ukraine's often worn-out artillery barrels. The country will probably need 2,000 new barrels per year and safety regulations for long-term storage make little sense for shells that will be fired with. In days. In wars of attrition the need for quantity nearly always overrides quality. Churning out other kinds of munitions, particularly guided multi-launch rocket systems, GMLRS, and ground-based air defense, GBAD interceptors, is even harder for Europe, which has outsourced much of its rocket motor production to America. Estonia's defense ministry estimates Ukraine will need 8,760 GMLRS a year, are by 2025. But while Europe can make GMLRS and interceptors, it cannot now do so at scale. The Estonians say annual production for some European air defense missile systems is in the single figures. Nico Lang, a former advisor to the German defense ministry, says that for Europe's biggest missile maker, MBDA, to set up new factories, governments must buy at least 10 years' worth of production. I. If investments were made now, he reckons the rockets might start arriving in 2026. Europe will struggle to keep Ukraine in the fight this year if American assistance dries up. In the longer term, with American support growing uncertain, the continent has no option but to rebuild its defense industry. We have the technology. We must build the capacity, says Mr. Branzag. We can't not do this.